Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. This is Bola Shokumbi. I'm the founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance. The Clever Girls Know podcast is a podcast for women, offering a space for conversations around personal finance, business, life, and living. I'd love for you to subscribe to this podcast, and you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes. And if you love what you listen to, head on over to iTunes and leave a review so that other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. I'd also love for you to stop by clevergirlfinance.com. We have new content on the blog multiple times a week. We have over 30 plus free courses. Plus, when you sign up for a course, you can talk to a Clever Girl Finance mentor for free to get encouragement, motivation, or if you just want to have an open, no shame, no judgment girl talk. Finally, check out our YouTube channel. Just search Clever Girl Finance on YouTube. And if you don't already follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Clever Girl Finance. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. So do you ever look back at certain money decisions that you made and tell yourself, oh my gosh, how could I have been so careless? Well, the shame and humiliation feel real. And the more you think about it, the more embarrassed you feel. Well, if you have felt that way or you currently feel that way, you may be feeling a cycle of shame around money. And it's really important to break that cycle and heal your relationship with money so that you can move forward and build financial success for yourself. And that's what we're going to talk about. So have you found yourself feeling shameful about money? So today we're going to go over how to break the cycle of shame around money. So feeling shame around your finances is basically a self-destructive behavior that makes you just want to run away and go and hide. You may feel embarrassed about having credit card debt that may be tied to poor financial decisions. You may feel ashamed about money mistakes that you have made. And every time you're reminded of those mistakes or the credit card bills come, you, instead of doing something positive to, to help you keep moving forward, you run and hide and you end up making it your situation worse. For example, you may see your credit card statement and be like, oh my God, I just need to go shopping to make myself feel better about it. This is essentially what the cycle of shame is. You feel bad, you do something that doesn't help, then you feel bad, then you do something that doesn't help, and you keep going through this cycle on and on where you find it so difficult to get out of it because you are now the one that's making yourself or allowing yourself to feel bad about mistakes that you have made. We all make mistakes, right? And yes, we all feel bad about them, but at some point we have to tell ourselves, listen, I made the mistake, right? And I've learned my lessons. I'm gonna take the lessons and move forward and not allow myself to get trapped in this situation where I'm constantly judging myself and even worse, letting other people judge me and make me feel embarrassed about this situation. So it's all about understanding where that shame is coming from and then learning how to break that cycle of shame. And money shame is a real problem, right? A lot of times we're made to feel bad about money because we don't know how to do certain things. It's as though we're supposed to be born with a financial encyclopedia in our arms <laughs> as babies and we should just know everything about money. And that is so not true. Um, we have to learn how to budget. We have to learn how to save. Many times we have to learn, make financial mistakes to learn lessons. I have made so many mistakes. And so money shame, you know, as individuals, we tend to shame ourselves or allow other people to shame us uh, when we haven't even given ourselves an opportunity to do better or learn what we need to learn. And there's no shame in learning how to do well with your money. There's no shame in starting over. And so, as I mentioned, it's really important in learning how to break that cycle of shame that we create for ourselves or that 
other people try to create for us. So the first thing you wanna do when it comes to breaking that cycle of shame is find out why you are experiencing that money shame. So dig into your past and find out where that money shame is coming from. Is it something to do with how you were raised, what you observed in your family when financial decisions were being made? Could it be that you made a big money mistake? For example, you took out a loan without understanding the terms, you co-signed a loan for somebody else who did not pay. What is causing that financial shame? What has caused the reason why you feel so bad about where you are with your finances or about a particular money mistake that you made. It could be that as a child, you were told that money is evil. And as a result, whenever you have money, you feel guilty and you feel embarrassed and you just have to go out and spend it so you can rid yourself of this um, money situation. Once you've figured out what's driving your shame around your finances, around money, whatever mistake it might be, whatever uh, thought process you have, whatever you were taught, write it down so you can visualize it and really think through it so that you can begin that healing process. Number two, an option to helping breaking the cycle of shame is to open up to a trusted loved one about your money situation. Keyword here is trusted. A lot of times when people are feeling money shame, when people are feeling embarrassed about money, they're keeping it to themselves and they're doing this for years and they're building up shame within themselves. They're building up resentment within themselves. They're building up anger within themselves and they're making themselves feel bad, putting themselves down. And ultimately we start telling ourselves we are bad with money. And so sometimes being able to open up to a loved one, a friend or family that you trust that maybe has been through a situation that can offer you advice can be very helpful. So see if you have that person within your immediate network that you can just talk to about where you're coming from financially that can guide you and even hold you accountable as you work on breaking that cycle of shame. Number three, work on replacing those negative thoughts with positive one. Money shame is often accompanied by the negative talk that we tell ourselves. I'm bad with money. I'm not meant to be successful. Investing is too hard for me because I've made so many mistakes. No one in my family is debt-free, so why should I be the person to, to do it first? These are negative thoughts that so many of us have. I'm sure you can add to the list of negative thoughts I just mentioned. And so it's time to start shifting the way you think about yourself and your finances, regardless of what mistakes that you have made, and start thinking positively instead of negatively. So start creating positive thoughts that counter those negative ones. You may start thinking to yourself, I'm bad with money, but you can immediately change your thought process and say, well, I have not done great with money, but I'm learning how to do better. I'm working on XYZ. I've made XYZ accomplishments. No matter how small they are, I have made progress. That's how you want to start adjusting the way you think about your finances, especially when you start telling yourself negative things. You could even create a list of affirmations that you tell yourself to kind of diminish and minimize how much space those negative thoughts take up in your in your head, right? So you could have a list of affirmations. We have a ton of money affirmations on clevergirlfinance.com, by the way. Stop by and search affirmations. You can tell yourself, I'm good with money. I'm learning how to do better with money. I can do anything I set my heart to. I can be the first in my family to become debt-free. I can invest to become a millionaire. You want to start giving yourself these positive affirmations so that when those negative thoughts come up, you can say, wait a minute, you negative thought, here is a positive affirmation that I believe for myself. It's also important that you take small actions to help you back up your new positive thoughts. For example, you may be telling yourself that you can't save. Well, every time you get paid, take the action to transfer $20 to your savings account. It's a small amount, but guess what? You just saved, which means that that statement, I can't save, is no longer true. And then finally, start thinking about ways to empower yourself with financial knowledge. The more you know about your finances, the better you can tackle 
tackle those negative thoughts because you now have the information to make smart decisions. So maybe you can decide to read one financial book a month or explore X amount of YouTube videos on personal finance every couple of weeks. This can help you put you in the right mind frame to be able to counter those negative thoughts when they pop up. Number four, get professional help when it comes to breaking the cycle of shame. And there is no shame in seeking help from a therapist or a counselor. And you know, you may find yourself in that situation where you don't have that trusted family or friend I mentioned earlier. So it is okay to get personal, uh, professional help to help you dig through your history, dig through your past, identify what you're feeling, um, that shame about money, identify what's triggering this cycle of shame around your money and give you actionable steps to take every week or every month between when you meet them and have them keep you accountable as you start to make this change to break that cycle of uh, shaming yourself around money. And number five, you want to practice self-love and self-compassion as often as possible every single day. This is so important to helping you get past that shame and build a positive attitude and mindset around your finances. So this is essentially you deciding that you're not going to stop fighting that voice that comes up the back of your head that tells you you are not worthy. This is you saying that you're going to state those affirmations and remind yourself why you are good enough and why you can succeed with your finances. This is you saying that you're not going to allow other people, your friends, your family, strangers to shame you for mistakes that you have made with your money. Uh, whether it's on social media, whether it's in your home, whether it's at your workplace, you're going to stand firm in knowing that you can do well with your finances and you're not going to let other people tell you otherwise. And one really cool fact is that there are studies and research that show that when you have that self-love, when you have that self-belief in what you can do, you are more likely to succeed. You are going to do well, right? So it's all about staying consistent, being kind to yourself, reaffirming yourself, and gradually breaking that cycle of shame with your finances. So what small step can you take starting today to start working on breaking that cycle of shame? I've talked about a number of different things, including looking into your, your past to determine where that cycle of shame is coming from, talking to a trusted friend or family member, getting professional support, showing yourself self-love and self-compassion. What step can you take today, starting today, starting right now, right, that you can work on to help you start breaking that cycle of shame. Keep in mind that your steps don't have to be anything extravagant. You can start by picking up a personal finance book at your local library. You can start by visiting clevergirlfinance.com and taking our money mindset course, right? Or taking one of our other financial courses to help you. Uh, it's all about making that small progress, as I said earlier, and you don't have to start with any massive undertaking. Start small and then build up from there. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode, and I hope you enjoyed it. If you've loved the episode, but you don't yet subscribe to the podcast, you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes and head on over to iTunes and leave a review so other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. Thank you so much for being here, and I'll talk to you on the next episode.